0: Hey everyone, it's Brandon and Jesse, and we're in the Box Office Bomb Squad. This is where we'll be breaking down some of the biggest bombs that ever hit theaters. And today's bomb is 1998's Jack Frost. Oh man, why me? Why a snowman? I mean, could the universe really be that unoriginal? I don't know. I mean, is it the name, Jack Frost? Because if that's it, that's not even clever.
1: Yeah, again, I don't 1998 get
0: that wrong. Because 19- yeah, 1997's Jack Frost is a not as different movie as you'd expect, but it's funny because it is a horror movie that is accidentally a comedy. And this movie that we watch is a comedy that is accidentally a horror movie. <laughs> like, so, oh, shit, it kind of works Prof. out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I that uh, so I couldn't believe that the um, what was it the synopses oh, yeah. were so lined up.
0: Oh, I mean, they both die in a car accident. They both get re- resurrected into a snowman. They go back to the town, and they both ruin lives of many people. <laughs> they even look similar. Like, one has a yeah. carrot nose, and the other one has a cork nose. And it's like they put that cork nose in there just because they're like, we have to separate it because they both did, like, twig eyebrows. <laughs> Ugh. So, anyway. Uh, this movie costs $85 million to make. That's a that's a really expensive <laughs> I don't know how where the eighty five million went. Must have went into the fake snow budget. And it only made just under thirty five million. So it is a massive loss of fifty million dollars there. Uh there's so much to go into in this film of weird I, shit. So let's actually
1: just... one of the things I had noticed, um mm-hmm. I was getting two different figures for its budget
0: yes there are there are there are okay so there are so many weird things about this i don't know if the studio ate a bunch of money and just like called it a bigger failure or what but i had found that it only had made like 15 million and Mm -hmm. then i found another showing that had made 35 million and then i had showed one that's saying it was an 85 million dollar budget and i had another one showing it was like a 50 million budget and so I was like, man, there's a lot of stuff in here. So I ended up going with what Variety said because they usually are more accurate. What but, but uh, what uh what figures did you have?
1: Uh, I had the 40 million. Mm-hmm. Um I heard I saw that um, according to the source bombreport.com um they had that 40 million was the budget and they quote not the ridiculously inflated box office mojo estimate at 85 million which has circulated. I don't know how valid that is because I didn't have time to fact check that. But that's interesting that there are... Because I did also see the 85 million. So there is legitimately two different numbers out there.
0: Oh, well, like the the advertising on this was huge, if you remember. So I bet that a lot of it was put into advertisement because it was not showing well. And so they're like, oh, we need to get this into the homes as many kids as possible. So... I think that was a big part of it is like the advertising budget sometimes is in there and sometimes isn't.
1: That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Well, you know what? Let's talk about it. Oh my Do you remember Let's talk about this it. movie? Like, not like. I'm sure you remember it, but do you remember commercials and ads for this film
1: uh, I do remember seeing trailers uh, when it was out and I do remember seeing it when it was out relatively new in
0: 1998 so uh, I mean the movies I will say this uh, the puppetry holds up pretty well
1: It's a, yeah and it's a Jim Henson puppet I think and then the CGI I believe yeah, was Industrial but... Light and Magic
0: yeah, the CG is a little rough from kind of time to <laughs> time. Uh,
1: it it's rough, but it's also ninety eight, so eh, it,
0: it. Yeah, but Jurassic Park was before that, and it looked better. I but, forget I mean, that granted, you used Jurassic the Jurassic Park's Park budget,
1: litmus test.
0: <laughs> see, it's you either you get Jurassic Park, and then yeah, like two thousand and one, you hit Smeagol. and mm-hmm. like those are like those markers that it's like okay, and I understand that these are the biggest budget films. You know what I mean? So I can I, I can go down from there, but like there are some scenes where the CG looks way better than others. So it's yeah, really confusing. I that.
1: But the good thing is his motion, um, um, like the way he moves and everything, is about the same from puppet to CG. So at least they got that right because that's something a lot of times they oh yeah don't they did do a well. good job
0: with that. And the snow looks decent in CG. The only time it looks rough is when there's a lot of movement going on, like during the snowball scene, which is the only thing I remember from this movie. Uh, Advertising-wise, is that terrible, terrible line of "Oh yeah, you demand. Oh yeah, no, you, I'm the snowman," <laughs> and I'm just like, "What the fuck?" The whole movie's just. A I big list remember that of bad line. Oh man, there's so many. Jesse, Snow Dad is better than No Dad.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: I'm going to get that tattooed on me. Snow Dad better than No Dad. God. So, anyway, this movie's like a two hour long camel soup commercial. And uh, the thing that shocked me the most about it was we're 49, or well, uh, we're 42 minutes in before the snowman shows up. That is a lot of just Michael Keaton.
1: You got to, got to build that character, man. Got to, you know, uh, show off the Michael Keaton because he was, he was the thing for this. Uh, you know, they lost Clooney, so they had to replace it with yeah. another big Which, huge man. name.
0: I just can't see Clooney doing this. It feels like Bruce Willis was written for this, but
1: you know, the original director I believe was supposed to be uh, Sam Raimi. And then uh, he had... Yeah,
0: I know that he had... Uh, Billy Bob Thornton scripts.
1: was supposed to be, like, the main... Uh, oh, uh, the friend, the, the best friend, was supposed to be Billy Bob Thornton, and then the oh, lead was Mark supposed Addy's to be... Mark Addy's character? Yeah, the lead was supposed to be George Clooney.
0: Dude, Mark Addy's fucking his, wife, his ex-wife, man, for 100%. <laughs> that keyboard player moved into that house so quickly. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, I mean, like, maybe. Hey, it's he. I don't think it's he Uncle lives in the house, but yeah. I mean, he's there an awful lot.
1: He moved into something.
0: Anytime there's an... She calls him every time there's an issue. <laughs> well, you know. I would have liked the ending for uh, Mark Addy to show up with her whenever he's like, you look great. And then I would have liked the snowman to be like, hey, man, it's okay. Or like, you know. Stop fucking my wife. Something, I don't know. (laughs) Either way, it would have been funny for him to acknowledge his best friend because I always, this movie does a thing that really fucking irks me. To go to the ending, he comes back and he gives this kid a week of the father that he should have been, you know? He's teaching him the fucking hockey shot and he's, you know, talking him up and all that shit. That's great. He does not do anything about his poor wife who lost the love of her life, or his best friend who literally lost his ability to play music because of the death of his best friend.
1: Yeah, it's a little centered around the kid. And the kid's a little, a tiny bit selfish uh, if you look at it. Well, oh, the kid's an asshole. Yeah, because he just wants him to help him with the bully and to help him with the, the J-shot and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, the what about is, your like, mom?
0: All the kids are monsters. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, I mean, 100%, man. Let me me tell you what I saw from these kids. First off, at any time, there's a Vietnam-esque fucking snowball war going on (laughs) where they're just attacking children that don't want to be part of it. It seems like everywhere you go, there's one of these things going on, right? So there's that. Second, one group of kids literally says, eh, forget about him. He's no fun to make fun of anymore since his dad died. I'm like, whoa, what a psychopath. And then... His friends, these are supposed to be good kids, they're like, hmm, you abandon us on the hockey team so we don't want you back. And I'm like, his fucking dad died. Give him a fucking minute to fucking deal with it, yeah, It's
1: kids. only a like, year later. All the later. Kids are
0: monsters. Yeah, it, it, a year is not much. No,
1: not to for that. To lose a
0: father. <laughs> yeah, it's like, these kids are assholes.
1: Yeah, and to lose them under those circumstances too. Car accident, holy crap, man.
0: Oh, yeah, a uh, Christmas Day. And then, uh, like, I'm sure Mark Eddy's character told him, oh, he was coming back to spend Christmas with you, so I'm sure there's some blame that they put on themselves. Yeah. Because if you think about it, if he would have just gone to the stupid fucking Christmas Day party, which, by the way, that's ridiculous. No fucking record label is going to be like, come on Christmas Day to my house and oh, I have three bands playing. That's ridiculous. But regardless... The kid is there, like going to be like, oh, I'm the reason he's dead, because he came back.
1: Yeah. And
0: I feel like he remembers that when he picks up that weird Jack Frost Band branded shovel. <laughs> did you notice that?
1: I It had a sticker on it, didn't it? That said Jack Frost Band? Yeah, but why, or... did
0: they, why did they put a Jack Frost Band sticker on their shovel?
1: I guess his dad was into brand marketing. I don't know. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. He uses that Jack Frost band button on the snowman.
0: True, and the same hat and scarf and stuff, and then the the wife gets like kind of sexy with that snowman. She's like, "Hey, look at you! Nice to see this again." I'm like,
1: "Let's well, bundle this up." Oh, all
0: right. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man! So when we opened on this movie, oh, go ahead.
1: Well, I was gonna say I did like the fact that they had uh, a puppet. Instead of it being all CGI, because they could have given the budget, they could have yeah. easily, you know, done CGI only. Um And I understand parts of it. They had to do CGI simply because, you know, you can't have a snowman jumping through the air. But the, the interaction between the puppet and the kid is it's really good. I mean,
0: yeah. And, like, I, I can definitely see the George Clooney in the puppet. Like, Michael Keaton, part of his acting is how, like, kind of, like, jerky he is. Like, he kind of moves kind of jerky, you know? And he has, like, that a lot of eyebrow reactions. So, like, the snowman, there was no way you're going to make it Michael Keaton-esque with that. Mm-hmm. But I will say that mm-hmm. the puppetry is good. Like, it's good. There's times where you're also like, okay, yeah, sure. You know it's a puppet, but you're just going with it because it looks good.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um did you find it at all ironic that George Clooney left this to go make Batman and Robin?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, they... they Oops. George Clooney went to go make Batman, and Batman went to go be a snowman. But yeah. you know what they did get to do? Both of them got to do two films where it was just full of ice and snow puns. Just chock full. <laughs> hey,
1: Batman. Chill. <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs>
0: This movie would have been better if Arnold Schwarzenegger was the snowman.
1: There you go, Charlie Boy.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger singing Frosty the Snowman? He's Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> uh, Jesus, oh, but uh, man. so Michael Keaton is actually singing. He's actually performing. Yeah, uh, it's
1: really good. He honestly, shows
0: up. He's not bad. Uh, it, There would be no way a fucking crowd would be losing their shit over a Frosty the Snowman cover. Just saying. Wow. And And then Dweezil Zappa.
1: As a uh, Christmas band, I mean, how much money are you actually making?
0: Yeah, if they're a Christmas-themed band, that's like a thing. But I don't think they're a Christmas-themed band. I think that was just a one-time thing because uh, when we see that weird montage, they're singing a song that's not Christmas.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's a good point.
0: So I, I, I don't know. I think they're actually just a regular band. Just an incredibly they're all just dudes with one earring.
1: convenient name.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I c- they, well, they could I mean, have the done so much better coming up with any name, any name that would have worked for that. Well, you don't
0: like the Jack Frost band?
1: I don't. I don't like any time that a, fil- a film screenwriter writes a person into the band and the name of the band is just their name plus band. It's lazy.
0: I mean that is a true thing that happens though it is but it's been told five steve miller ban there's quite a few examples of it you, you, now
1: you're not winning any <laughs> you know, winning any <laughs> awards here
0: <laughs> it, it's definitely like an asshole move for sure but yeah, yeah i guess it fits with the character uh yeah he well that's what's funny is like when we meet him and the first, like, half of his human bits that we see, he's actually a great dude who's, like, really good with his kid and really good with his wife, and we're like, oh, he's a great guy. And then, like, they're like, okay, so here's the next 20 minutes. He's a piece of shit who just is selfish. And you're like, okay, I'm fucking lost now. What are we supposed to feel about this guy? All I know is that he gets real sweaty on stage.
1: Yeah, he does. Holy crap. <laughs> and in the yeah, he's studio.
0: dripping. Yeah. Oh, man. When Dweezil's app is in the, he goes, hey, listen to this. And he puts his cell phone up. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: he puts it up at the part (laughs) where no one is singing. And I just imagine the guy on the other line is like, yeah, hey, man, that sounds like shit.
1: Yeah, (laughs) because, you know, in the phone, it just sounds like. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's his early 90s cell phone. It's just all you hear are people screaming (laughs) and a little bit of music and static. And I'm like, and the guy's like, oh, you know what? Sign them. I'm like, what the fuck did he hear? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, those
1: record record executive bull- phones. It's higher quality.
0: <laughs> well, whenever we meet the snowplow guy, do you did you listen to what the radio was saying as it was like the the host was talking?
1: Um, because he says think we got Jack
0: Frost band here. Don't ask how we got oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah. tape. And I'm like, why do they have an illegal recording of Jack Frost band? And, I don't know. It's just really weird. The <laughs> it, movie, the movie it, is so bizarre. The with whole stuff like yeah, that. Like,
1: the whole movie is weird. Oh yeah. It's... Uh,
0: the 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 bully is so '90s looking in a movie that almost does a good job at not looking too dated. I mean, sure, Michael Keaton has weird bleached blonde hair. But as soon as that bully shows up, it dates this movie 100%. You're like, holy shit, that guy is 90s. Oh, yeah. He's got big old gel spikes. He's got big old trip jeans on. Snowboarding with (laughs) Jinkos. This snowboarding scene is fucking insane. By the way, I, I did look something up. Sure. In Jack Frost, the horror film, he kills nine people. I'm pretty sure Jack Frost, this film, he kills more people. Because those kids died. Lots of those kids died in that chase.
1: Really? You think so?
0: (laughs) Oh my God, there's no way they could have survived. First off, there's like mountainsides everywhere because the, the kids push Charlie off a mountain because he's like, he leaves the backyard and for some reason his backyard leads to another snowball war. But then on the other side of it, it's a cliff that he falls off of. And the dad catches him. But then the dad's, like, throwing kids off the cliff. They crush him with the snowballs. There's These kids are dead. There's no way <laughs> these kids didn't at least get injured terribly.
1: Jack, you killed a lot of kids.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that
1: was, that's funny. The uh,
0: fucking sarcasm in the family. Holy shit. Like, when the we meet the dad and the mom for the first time, He's like, hey, I uh, my car broke down, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, oh, can I try that lip gloss? And I'm like, oh, this is a cute little exchange. But then they're like inside and he's all like, oh, yeah, you know, when you uh, look at that old guy, you, you, the, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I got him straightened out. Oh, what does that mean? Straightened out. And I'm like, holy shit, it's still going. And then... <laughs> He goes to his kid, and the kid's like, "Oh yeah, like the olives." And my mom puts in uh, the margaritas. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, the margarita olives. Yeah." Oh, she gives you my. I'm like, "Holy fuck!" Does this family ever say anything sincere to each other, or is everything a fucking sarcastic line?
1: That it's everything is a sarcastic line. Every single one of them. Uh, <laughs> I did notice <laughs> that he it it lays on really thick. And I mean, I think it's oh, it's uh... because that's kind of one of the things Michael Keaton. That's one of his. His things, you know, they
0: definitely were like, We need to add some sarcasm because we have Michael Keaton here, exactly. He's good at that. There's a scene that made me laugh. So, when the kids are like leaving school, there's literally 10 feet of snow, like built up on the sides of the road, right? And then when you get home, there's about three and a half, four feet of snow, and then later. The mom's like, oh, it's snowing. And the son goes, yes, it's snowing. <laughs> and he's like Oh, excited to build a snowman. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? There's so much snow. Everything is snow.
1: It's Colorado in the like winter. She has to step
0: up. Yeah. She has to step up to go look at the snowman. And she doesn't bust through the snow at all because obviously it's all on a fucking soundstage. But like, holy shit, man. Just the movie is bad. It's a bad film. I mean, <laughs> it it was funny seeing uh, Henry Rollins as the play coach. like a little league coach. Yeah.
1: That was cool. Like
0: kind of in a, like a comedic role where he's like getting made he's getting made fun of for seeing a talking snowman.
1: There will be no talk of uh, snowmen in this vehicle.
0: <laughs> yeah. By the way, did you think? Now, you're a musician, but you're not a musician full time, right? Mm -hmm. Did you think that this family had a lot of fucking money considering it was just a guy who was a struggling musician and a wife who was a bank teller?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They are. uh, I mean, even if you are a struggling musician about to get signed, you're still, uh, that's still like a minimum wage job when you really break it down.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And she's working at a bank. Like no offense to people that work at banks, but that's not that much money there. And like they have like a really nice house and they have a cabin apparently. Yeah, a
1: cabin in Colorado. Cabins in Colorado are not yeah, cheap. Yeah,
0: on on a mountaintop.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've looked into those. Those so, are cheap. Uh, <laughs> uh... See, I the the movie the thing that bothers me the most about it is the fact that it seems it feels like to me you've got all these moments of comedy and funny moments and everything going on and then all of a sudden it just gets super dark for no reason just a bam the darkness it's rough
0: oh they love that they love bringing down the mood in this movie yeah really bad when he when he he, uh forgets about his son the first time and the kids like are all musicians flaky he's like yeah 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 i was like huh are all musicians flaky, Jesse?
1: <laughs> no. No, they aren't. Uh, not at all. Only the selfish ones.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: <laughs> like, no, no kids. Selfish yeah. fathers are flaky. That That's the problem, unfortunately.
0: Like, I mean, he's super selfish, though, like the kids like hey i hate you and he's like oh, okay well i'm i'm still going even though he turned around on his way there like the idea that like in the band didn't even want to go
1: right how did you not have that like, conversation before you all packed up yeah. in a van and
0: left like none of them he has a family let's say none of them have a family other than him right but it, when he's like the one guy when they're like hey uh you know He's turning around. The one guy goes, oh, cool, yay, good. My family's here. And the other one goes, my mom's making apple pie. And then I'm like, why didn't none of this come up prior? (laughs) Yeah. It's
1: a very one-sided band. Which, I mean, I guess if you have a selfish lead... You know, well, it's the
0: Jack Frost Band. Yeah, he makes all the decisions. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But
1: I, in every band I've ever been in, that is not how it ever works out. The leader of the band is hardly ever the one who ha- gets to make the decision. The rest of the band members are the ones who end up having to make it because it's it's <laughs> vote by majority whether you want it to be or not.
0: Yeah, I I feel like what happened though um, was like, it. it uh, by the way, all he had to do is call the record label and be like, Hey, I really appreciate the offer, but like it's Christmas and it's, you literally told me the day before Christmas. So I can't do this. No, if a record label is like, Oh, well then I'm never signing you. Fuck that record label because they're just going to make you terrible forever. They're going to always make sure that you don't spend any time with your family. If they already set this precedent, like I know he's trying to make it, but Jesus Christ, man.
1: Yeah. So he
0: dies because his own ego kills him
1: yeah and a malfunctioning uh windshield wiper
0: on an old yeah cause you know Mark Eddie drives like an old fucking Cadillac around in the snow.
1: Are you gonna tell me that he deserved to die, brandon? <laughs>
0: uh, you know, I don't think he deserved to die no okay. like if he would have went missing at this point, like and then they were like found him frozen and brought him back and he got to like live a happy life. I wouldn't be upset because, like, this is clearly a guy who's been a musician for a long time. And I i know this sounds terrible, but the kid probably wasn't planned. I mean, let's be honest. And she's a bank teller. And, like, him, like, coming back, like, oh, hey, I can fix things now and fix the things I wasn't able to fix. Something like that would have been fine where he cut—he would have come back somehow Keeping him dead is pretty dark because it's like, oh well, this family is still very loses dark. him. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah. I think it, the, it
0: felt like there was going to be some moment where he was going to wake up from a coma or something, but then they're like, no, he's dead. He's straight up dead, dead. That's, like, oh Jesus.
1: That is exactly what I think could have made this better is if he had gotten to the car accident, been in a coma, and then. But even if they wanted to put him in a coma and make him be a John Doe. That would be something. And then have him, you know, have the family yeah, not he was know he's around.
0: He was... Yeah. Like, they think he ran off or something. and I don't... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot they could have done to make this movie a little more family-friendly instead of the dark take that they do a lot of shit. Does he feel, by the way, when he's a snowman? Because he gets split into pieces and he seems fine. But then he's, like, touching the hot asshole. He's like, ah! And, and like, when he gets hit by a branch, he's like, ugh! But then he gets like shot through with rocks, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. So I, I don't know if he feels or not.
1: What are his powers? Because he doesn't
0: seem to understand when he first shows up as a snowman. He goes all the way over to the window to look in without realizing, A, he doesn't have legs. <laughs> you know? Yeah. B, yeah. he he doesn't have arms, hands or arms anymore. Like, these are things you can see, you know? But he's like, oh, my God, I saw my reflection. I'm like, dude, you... Who would have seen something. You yeah. would have seen something.
1: What were you expecting to see?
0: Yeah. Like, you don't have fucking legs, man. How do you think you got over there? Like, didn't you not look down and go, whoa, 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 where are my legs? Also, when he grabs for his dick and he doesn't have a dick, I'm like, Jesus, he's pretty horny in this.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, like, a little bit. He
0: sticks the cork in the crotch of the snowman. He goes, I said his nose. He was, I thought you said his hose. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> All right?
1: Yeah, there are a couple uh, uh, jokes obviously made in there for the uh, Michael for the adults. And now a word from our sponsor. And now back to our regularly scheduled program.
0: I'm trying to look through my notes here and there's so many lines I wrote here that I'm like what am I talking about? There's a a line that bothers me in this film. Tell me what you think about it, right? Okay. He says, "How does my How did my hamster die? And he's like, "Uh, heart attack. And he goes, "Ah, wrong. The vacuum cleaner. And I was like, what the fuck happened there? The vacuum cleaner? Did someone fucking suck up a hamster in a vacuum cleaner? How did that fucking happen? That's terrible. And then another time when the mom's talking, she goes, you weren't there for this and you weren't there for his measles. And I'm like, measles? This is 98. Measles were gone at this point. This is anti and they're they're anti-vax. That's that's what it is. I mean, it's... even though he, he proves that God exists by being resurrected, I guess, or that maybe he was in limbo, I don't know.
1: Oh, is the magical gold harmonica?
0: Well, true, yeah, the magic that he made up, but it ended up being real. I mean, he plays a ghost a lot. He likes ghost movies, Michael Keaton, because Beetlejuice and then that Paranormal Activity movie. He just likes ghost movies, I guess. Because this is a ghost. I mean, he's a fucking ghost. Yeah. He's just haunting a snowman. <laughs> Say what you want.
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: It's it's no uh, stupider a concept than the horror film where chemicals merge him. Yeah, I said stupider.
1: Yeah, yeah. The
0: snowman's gonna call me out.
1: Yeah, that's stupider. That I mean. By the way,
0: I just can't see my. Could you see, when you were watching this, could you ever see George Clooney delivering any of these lines?
1: Um, None of the comedy pun lines, no. Not a single one. Now, the moments where he is serious, kind of, but I think it was only because the face of the puppet was made to look like George Clooney that makes it a little easier. But, yeah, none of the, oh, my balls are freezing. I never thought I'd say that with a smile on my face or any of that crap.
0: Oh, he references balls multiple times. Yeah,
1: a lot of them. A lot of balls.
0: Oh, he's into going with the horniness. He does that boob thing <laughs> where they throw snowballs and he gets boobs and he's like, eh, eh,
1: eh. Yeah. No, I don't and think And
0: then, so. uh... <laughs> he's like when i got these big balls and he's like talking about it and i'm like jesus christ <laughs> And mean keaton has that butt dad conversation but dad did you call me butt dad that means your butt son and i'm like that's a weird <laughs> thing to say but it was a very very dad joke thing so it was a moment where i was like oh, okay i, I just laughed. wanted him to look at the kid and be like i'm butt dad <laughs> that would have been so awesome <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Punk kid, even though he's a little asshole, he is super accepting of this whole situation. The snowman talks to him and he goes, What? Huh? Right. Huh? What? What? What?" And the snowman says something else. He goes, oh, okay. This is a snowman that's alive. (laughs) It's like he took... The correct amount of time to be fucking baffled by a snowman talking. And on the second dialogue of the snowman, accepted it fully. Oh, yeah. It helped him somehow get a 900-pound snowman into the back of a truck. <laughs> yeah,
1: that that was... We know he's I, not, I would like a little bit Do you know how we more. know he's
0: 900 pounds?
1: 900?
0: Yeah, you know why we know that?
1: Why do we know that?
0: Because for some reason, that's the weight that Mark Addy gives the cop.
1: <laughs> oh, he's a 500-550.
0: Oh, five hundred. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, five five
1: 500, 550.
0: Okay, five hundred. Two kids lifted a five hundred pounds snowman. Yeah, I wonder what the I weight of you your average his head snowman off is. In the middle section. That's a thing. What's the weight of a five foot eight snowman? And does I guess he could help a little bit because he's we see him lift himself. So I guess he could have lifted at least his middle section. I don't know. We know he's strong because he split a fucking sled in half and snowboarded down the goddamn hill. <laughs> the cop scene was ridiculous. I it was one of the Butt Dad was a good line, probably one of the best lines in the film. The scene with the cop was one of the better lines too, because it's just so dumb. It never comes back. But what did he look like? Well, he he's about five eight. Uh white. Uh he's pretty hefty. <laughs> like what a weird scene.
1: Okay, so I can only go off of someone else's math on Reddit because this is oddly enough, you would think this would be common knowledge, but how much a snowman weighs is not that easy to find. <laughs>
0: um, how much a snow? How many calories in a snowman? Why don't you look that up too? <laughs> right, right?
1: <laughs> so, this person's going off of Frosty the Snowman. Uh but Frosty, if okay. you look at him, it's probably about the same height as uh yeah, Frosty. Yeah, he's roughly the same height. So yeah. um the head is a pro and this is from uh oh I am gonna butcher this, Z Phenist on Reddit from five years ago. So huh.
0: <laughs> so he Shout out to Z Finist.
1: Yeah, right. So he says the head is approximately thirty centimeters, uh torso is fifty centimeters, uh and radius uh it's approximately six hundred thirty six point seven liters of snow. Uh, need to add a bit more for the feet because Frosty Snowman had feet, um, so yeah. he's going to round it up to 700 liters. Densely packed snow um, comes in at over just over 1,100 pounds.
0: So he would weigh a little more than that.
1: I would because snow, I would think Frosty so.
0: had legs. Frosty had legs and he had a large bottom snowball.
1: Yeah, so he so would have. So this thing have weighed
0: 1,200 snow. pounds. <laughs> yeah. So this is a 1,200-pound snowman. The truck driver never realized it went in there. (laughs) He lands on people. Uh, I'm just happy he got summoned back to hell at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The kid has straight A's, but he says something really stupid. He goes, what about when it's summer? He goes, well, go to South America. It's winter there. like, It doesn't get fucking cold in South America in the winter.
1: I didn't think it got Stupid that cold. Kid. Now that could be me being a dumb northern person, but you wouldn't think. No, it I've been
0: cold. down there during in January. It, it doesn't get very cold in South America, depending on where you go, obviously. But even so, the closer to the equator you get, the warmer is going to be year round anyway. But like, why wouldn't he say Canada? They're already in fucking Colorado. It's a quicker trip to go up and colder, you know.
1: Yeah. All right. So, uh, we'll see here. The, so there is, there is some snow in South America. Not, not. It doesn't get very cold. No, no, it does not. Yeah. But you got to figure, technically, South America goes down really far and almost touches Antarctica. Probably not where the kid was talking about going. Very tip.
0: Yeah. But, you know. By the way, um, The Butt Dad thing, not making a Batman joke out of that, I feel like was a lack there. They really lost the opportunity. You know what else they lost an opportunity on? Famous Beetlejuice line. Why did not... He never said, it's snow time! Because, like, I mean, I feel like he should have said that. Because of all the other shit he says, why not it's snow time?
1: I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure that they would have gotten sued for that somehow.
0: (laughs) I mean... There's a Superman statue with a Batman head on the kid's uh, dresser. I saw that and I was like, oh, I know what that is because that's a Superman penny bank. I I know what that penny bank is. But for some reason, they had like a Batman head that they slapped on there. And I was like, I guess they're because they can't get in trouble for that because then it's just like a parody thing or whatever. Sure. But like still, it's like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) The movie's full of moments where I'm like, huh? Oh, okay. The snowman news report stuff was funny with uh, Sid. Oh. Sid, yeah.
1: Very local news report.
0: Oh, yeah. So was the radio station because they're like, oh, it's going to be a little warm, so snowmen are going to melt out there. I guess that's good news for Sid. (laughs) And I'm like, the news, the fucking... Radio is calling out a single guy in some little small backwoods city. I'm like, whoa. That is, they're all listening to an AM shortwave, apparently.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, that's Colorado. Uh, I, yeah. I don't remember the name of the town. I was I was going to originally look it up and see if I could figure out Medford, the town of Medford, Colorado. I wonder if that's actually a
0: town. I lived in Crystal Springs, Colorado for a while in my, my youth, we'll say. And, uh, it got cold, and it snowed, for sure. But, like, we never had 15 feet of snow like we see in some of these shots. <laughs> a lot of painted backgrounds.
1: Med, There's a Medford Spring, but not an actual Medford, Colorado. There's a Medford Those Spring.
0: fucking liars. Medford how am I supposed to go is find is
1: not even in the mountains.
0: <clears throat> how am I supposed to find the death place of Jack Frost if, uh... That's not a real city. They're
1: going to lie to me.
0: You know, a real city with a random British guy in it that's been there since he was a child. Right. And best friends with... Apparently they've never left the town because they kind of mentioned that they've all been there their entire lives. I'm like, okay, guys.
1: (laughs) Somebody's faking.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They all had cool... They all had one earring, which, you know... Yeah. That was cool back in the day, I guess. And
1: let's see. They were all on the left side. That was a thing. Oh yeah, well, you, you, going, you had to be that, specific. going back
0: to the '90s. Yeah, because yeah. if it was the other side, you were gay. Yeah. Oh, no, the '90s, so homophobic and for no reason at all whatsoever. No. Uh. <laughs> I did. So, I was a little Mike,
1: put off by uh, Michael Keaton's hair, like you were saying. It is a weird. Oh yeah, it's
0: a weird. It's a weird deal they got going on because they kind of feather it a little bit out, so it's a little spiky, mm-hmm. but they don't want to do it too much. But then they just straight up dye it blonde. And he just doesn't and what's what's weird is the mom is already blonde and the kid's got, you know, kind of darker hair, not necessarily black, but darker hair. He didn't need to dye his hair blonde. He did this as a choice, I think, on his own. Hmm. So I guess he was just blonde at the time.
1: Yeah, and, that be. Oh might have man.
0: Been. Uh so many bits of this film I'm just like watching like I I don't know who this audience is for. (laughs) Like, like if it was like strictly a kid's film, I could see it, but there's, and there's a lot of kids bits, anything to do with the snowball fights and stuff like that as a kid bit. But then there's whole like long stretches of the, like having your own, uh, how do I say this best? like, what it means to be a father, what it means to be there and the importance of being there. And I don't feel like kids get that. So it's like, clearly that's like something you would be selling to an adult Mm -hmm. who most likely has children. So I guess this is one of those, just it's a family film for the family to watch, but like it never quite. Yeah. it, it, It goes a little too dark for kids at times. And, the humor in it never kind of... They never do that thing where they lean into some adult humor for the adults so they can laugh. It just kind of is boring throughout because of so. It, it never really feels like it found its footing. Maybe that's because there was rewrites like crazy. I mean, there was a lot of issues with this film getting made just because so many random bullshit happened. And then they were making it, uh, and it had like already been filmed when the 97... Jack Frost got rushed out real quick. So that was like a whole thing for them where they were like, oh man, we just rushed out uh, the horror film. That's the same, kind of the same premise as our movie. So we're going to have to do something to like make it work where it doesn't feel like we're ripping them off. So there are probably scenes that were changed because of that. Around the same time, Campbell Soup put out a fucking series of snowman commercials. Like there's a lot of little bits here where I feel like they're like, oh man, we're going to look stupid. Mm -hmm. And they change things to kind of be whatever, but like again, I feel like there was a sub story of the wife. There was a sub story of the best friend. The best friend lost his groove. The wife was depressed. Why we didn't get more resolution for them was weird to me. But I mean, overall, just the movie felt like even though it was so long, because it felt like it was it felt like it was thirty minutes longer than it was. Yeah, I just felt the entire time I was like, I just don't. I and I love a lot of these actors. I just didn't care. I just did not care at all about anybody. So, with that being said, I think I think both of us have kind of fallen into a spot here where we know what's about to happen. But Jesse, <laughs> should it bomb? One, two, three, four. Well, I've been holding in since the clocking
1: at the end of the week, we'll blow. It's a bomb! Yeah, it it earned it. Uh, the story is cliche. The cinematography is decent, uh, but the cinematographer was. Oh, it's, it's a pretty film for sure. Yeah, the cinematographer. I don't remember exactly who it was, but I found in my research that he's been responsible for a lot of really good movies. Um. Yeah, man, I just it's so dark. It's just too dark, honestly.
0: It should have went a little darker. It would have maybe been better, but like I feel like they were trying to pull away from the, the horror film aspect and in a way made him scarier than the, the serial killer, Jack Frost.
1: Yeah, the simple, like I said, if he would have been in a coma and would have been doing all this from a coma and would have come back at the end... I would have excused every single dark moment during the entire movie.
0: Yeah, because it was like all a journey to that recovery. Exactly. Or if he would have, it would have been a dream. You yeah, know? that like would if have he been. He fell okay. asleep in the car on the way up, and when he wakes up, he's like, oh, "Oh, I gotta turn around." But like ending the movie that he's actually just fucking dead is is a really weird place to be. I agree with you hundred percent. I uh, I also feel like it f- should fail, mostly because they knew there was a movie called Jack Frost, and they didn't even change the title. They were like, no, fuck it, we're keeping this. We're committed. They And not to blame the Henson Group, but like they obviously didn't do much work on the snowman face to make it not look like George Clooney, because it looks like George Clooney. It looks nothing like Michael Keaton.
1: Yeah, I don't know... Um... I, don't, I didn't see what the timeline was as per like when Clooney left and well, when they started they, filming.
0: They had already made the puppets for Clooney. Mm-hmm. Clooney backed out kind of at the last minute. So it was kind of a big deal that he backed out, and they were pissed. They were like, what the hell are you doing? We already made these puppets look like him." Like, oh, we got Michael Keaton. And they're like, he looks nothing like it. So they changed the proportions of the face as much as they could without going full remodel, and we got what we got. So, yeah. Well, you know, for us, obviously, we talked about this last week. This was right around Christmas time for us. We got what two, three weeks till Christmas. Yeah. So like, it was kind of funny getting a Christmas film around this time, if you call it a Christmas film. Yeah, it's.
1: Uh, whew, I was. I did not <laughs> remember this was this dark. Honestly, it kind of it sapped a little of my a little bit of my Christmas spirit. To be honest. <laughs>
0: It's the, it's depressing for sure because, like, the kid isn't – is okay, so the kid isn't uh, wrong. You know, when he's being a dick, he's not wrong. And whenever he's no. grieving, he's not wrong. So, like, the kid's going through a natural process. It would almost have been better if the dad would have stayed gone. Him showing back up just opened a bunch of wounds for the kid. Now he's got to redeal deal with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think part of what hits me, you know, I am a father, so – it's movies like this strike a completely different chord with me nowadays. And I, like I said, the fact that he did not come back at the end, that was, that was not cool. Warner brothers, not cool at all. I I don't
0: know. And they didn't even like do a thing at the end where they showed like the, the, uh, like maybe a year later and everyone's like feeling a little better. Instead, they just kind of end with that creepy kind of a threat where he's like, I'll always hear you. And I'm like, what, what is going on here? I didn't like that at all. I'll always hear you. Uh." Well, I, uh, am very indifferent on this entire thing. Like if I never see this movie ever again in my life, I just don't care. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. Here's the funny part. You know, we've talked about this in the past. Uh, When we do these movies, I'll mention the movie I'm watching to a lot of people just to kind of see their reactions because I do like getting a good reaction from people. I got a ton of positive reactions from people like, oh, yeah, I love that movie. I love that movie. And I'm like, I don't – I think you love that movie as a kid, but I don't think it's – I don't think you'll love it if you watch it as an adult. No.
1: There's not (laughs) a chance.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, Jesse, what is next – week
1: next week we have magic number generator give me my number 97 number 97 on our list is oh 1998 also oh
0: soldier keeping oh kurt russell soldier
1: i have never seen this i like kurt russell this a lot was... but i have not seen this movie
0: this was supposed to be a sequel to Blade Runner, I believe. Really? At one point. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a, a a sequel that was written and made to kind of do a movie that was about uh, one of the, one of the, uh, oh my God. You know, the fake people. What are they called, Jesse? Androids? <laughs> yeah, oh. no, no, they got a name.
1: Oh, oh, the uh, Simulant? Or was it? I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> I
0: don't think that's it. You see, we're both drawing blanks, so I don't feel as like bad now because it's like we're we're both doing that. Yeah. No. Uh, what the hell
1: were they? Holy crap!
0: Yeah. it's uh? I mean, they called them skin to be jobs. A spin-off sequel. Yep. It was supposed to be a sequel.
1: Really? Okay. Interesting.
0: It sort of is still. Technically a sequel, but it's like a side sequel. They just never can officially say that, but they say it's in the same universe.
1: Okay. Oh. Replicants. I'm excited. Rep replicant. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> it just hit me.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, I so this is what I can recall about this film. I saw it when it came out on VHS or DVD. I guess VHS if it's ninety eight. I remember, I love Kurt Russell, so there's that. I mean, I love Michael Keaton, and this movie didn't work for me, so we'll see. Sure. I've not seen this film since I rented it, and I remember liking it a lot, but being disappointed that Kurt Russell has no dialogue in it. Really? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure he talks a little bit. I just remember him not talking, like, at all. Okay. So I always like to kind of throw my memories on the end of these. That way I can listen back and go, well, okay, because
1: yeah then I'm of an
0: idea of where I am when I actually watch it yeah so yeah i'm I'm excited that i I haven't seen it in a long time and it's actually a movie that I remember not too long ago going, I haven't seen that I want to watch that again hmm cool. Cool, okay. cool 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 awesome. cool I'm excited Jesse
1: I am too I like I said, I like Kurt Russell and I have never seen this movie
0: perfect it should be a fun time then well, Jesse, where can the good folks find you?
1: Uh, best place to find me is on Twitter. I'm at pen of doom, p e n o f d o o m.
0: I am also on Twitter at Brando Supreme, and you can find us on Facebook at the Box Office Bomb Squad, and you can email us at magictalkybox at gmail dot com.
1: And if you follow the link in the show notes, or you just go to Anchor.fm and search for us, you can find us on there and leave us a voicemail. If we get enough of them, we may play them during the show or just cry ourselves silently to sleep at night off over your harsh words. Uh, there's also a little cup... We'll cry, the... a,
0: cry a frozen tear just like Jack Frost.
1: There you go. Uh, there's also a little cup at the bottom of the page if you feel like putting a shekel in it, go ahead. If not, we won't hold it against you. Brandon might, though.
0: It's the time of the year. <laughs> I'll sing my, my Frosty the Snowman jazz cover. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, that was fun, Jesse. Let's get it done, and let's go soldier on. See what I did there?
1: I see what you did there, and it was about as bad as the movie we just watched.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's snow biz, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got too many ice puns. I was going to just litter this with them, but I I decided not to. <laughs> oh, God. Alright, talk to, hear you guys, talk to you guys, see you guys next week. (laughs) See ya.